I've got a man who was way too involved with ponies. I've got a man who is way too involved with forming a medium that lets people look at ponies. (laughs) (laughs) Game fight! Hello and welcome to Date Fight. It's the 12th of November. It is. And this is a great podcast. I did. <laughs> Shut up. I'm Jake Yap. He's no, Jake Yap. No, I'm Nat Tapley. And we have looked through right, all better, of history better, much to better. find Carry the on. best facts from this day all through time to present them to you and then argue over their significance like two undereducated, overprivileged white people with opinions. Yes. This is where we all end up in the mm. world of podcasts. Podcasts. That's all there is now. Uh, so, uh, yes, it's like a sort of a trading card game where we, we pitch yes. events from history against each other. There are two rounds. Uh, and why don't we just start with do round two? No, wait. Round one. Round one. I'll go first. Um, I'm going to take you back to the 12th of November, 1990. All right. Yeah. What were you doing, 12th of November, 1990? Uh, probably crying. Probably there's all sorts of things I was probably yeah. doing. Let's yeah. not mention that. No. Um, also, if you were Tim Berners-Lee, you know what you would have been doing. Yeah, mo- something more significant than what I was doing. Yeah, you would have just invented the World Wide Web, wow. mother funsters. That's amazing. Yeah, he just published his proposal for the World Wide Web, taking the previously disparate ideas of HTML and yeah. HTTP and, and, and uh, forward uh, slashes and colons. DARPANET as well, or whatever that was. ARPANET. Yeah, all of that and going, hey, you know what would be really good is if we did this, but with Amazon. (laughs) (laughs) If you invented Amazon on that. Yeah. And BBC News. Yeah. And Twitter. I think we're learning a lot about you now. Yeah. I do do a lot of shopping. Yeah. From people I know on Twitter. (laughs) Um, Yes. Well, that's that's a good one. I'm not going to lie to you. In that I think it's probably the most significant thing to have happened in the last century. I... Once went to a talk given by a man at the mm. BBC, probably three years after that. Yes. Uh, where he said, we're in the middle of a digital revolution. Mm. And he said, by that, I mean that like with a revolution, we have no idea how or where this will end. Well, it's all gone brilliantly so far. Absolutely. Perfectly. <laughs> Uh, but, you know, he's he's right. And I think yeah. that we are still in a state of revolution. Yeah. You know, we talk about the Industrial Revolution. Yeah. That went on for a bit. We're still in this... Six months, eight months. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) You know what I'm saying. Yes. Good. Are you saying it's too soon to judge me as having won this round? No, I'm saying you've absolutely smashed it, mate. It's yours. It's completely yours. (laughs) Because I've got... Just two years later, though, and how things progress. Mm. Because two years later, on the second anniversary of the invention of the internet... uh, Absolutely fabulous makes its oh. first appearance on the BBC. Uh, written by Jennifer Saunders, starring her and Joanna Lumley. Yeah. And, of course, June Whitfield, June Whitfield about whom we previously. spoke much yesterday. <laughs> in in the best of terms. Yes. And Julius and the Wala, you can't find anyone. we didn't. No, we didn't. No. No. I wonder what she's... Because she's not dead yet. No. She... Uh, now, is she... Wait. Was she the one who ended up in Lark Rise to Candleford? Was that Nadia's one? Yeah, it was Julia. Nadia's the one who does all the food business. She's the loose women one. Yeah. 
Is there... No. You looked like you were progressing <laughs> forward with an anecdote. No, no because this is a family-friendly podcast and we're okay. having a wonderful time. We're having a um, lovely time. Did you... Were you... Because absolutely fabulous. It's worth remembering was quite the sensation at the time. I think I missed it at the time. I didn't I see did it too. until it was on Netflix a couple of years ago. Really? Yes, because I think I was... It was something that my parents wouldn't have watched and I didn't have a television of my own. Um, and so late in the evening would have been their time to own the television, which would have been very much devoted to some sort of crime programme. Was that their thing? Yeah, if Joe and Lumley had murdered people and gone around solving the murders... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, ...with an arch tone... Then I think that would have, have been, been worth that. worth a go, actually. Yeah. For a reboot. They should definitely do that. That wouldn't be so bad. The okay. fabulous murders. Okay. Well, I, you know, I'm not even going to put up any kind of a fight. You've absolutely smashed that. You've got the Thanks. internet. That's like the biggest thing ever. So the scores, because it's cumulative, <clears throat> we roll on uh, every podcast. Uh, it's currently two and a half plays three and a, sorry, ten and a half <laughs> plays three and a half. Yes. I knocked eight off you there for insolence. And uh, yep. it's it's yeah, it's it's still Let's winnable. Birthdays today. Happy birthday to Juana Inés de la Cruz, who is a 17th century Mexican nun and poet who was known as the Phoenix of Mexico, uh, who sold all of her possessions, possessions to give to the poor and died of plague. Wow. Happy birthday to you. God uh, really favours his people. <laughs> he really does. <laughs> that, seems, that seems unduly harsh. I mean, you've, you've a life of servitude to... And writing and it, great poetry, apparently. Wow. And then, yeah, plague. there was... Yeah. She caught plague off the other nuns who she was tending for the plague, though. So in some ways... Oh, uh, what? I mean, she was being nice, but she was being nice to people with plague. Yeah. At which point, getting plague's probably a risk. It probably is. Happy birthday as well to Elizabeth Cady Stanton, the American suffragist who at Seneca Falls kicked off the women's rights movement, women's rights movement in America, and died of the plague, <laughs> which she got off the by plague. De la Cruz. Yeah. Um, and also Rodan, who cut things out of stones oh, and yeah. made pictures of people and things. He did out of stones. He did the thinker. Yeah. The stinker. Yeah. The winker. Yep. And the... <laughs> Cankersaw. Okay, then. Happy death day. And happy death day. Oh, happy death. Sad death days to yeah. uh, Knut the Great of England, who is fun to write, because if you're handwriting an essay and you write Knut... Yeah. You know what it looks like? Cute. Cute, that's right. And also happy death day to H.R. Haldeman, who was the White House, Chief, White House Chief of Staff under Richard Nixon wow. um, during the Watergate scandal. And he ended up going to prison for about three years. Wow. During which time he worked at a sewage, sewage treatment facility testing sewage. Now, on a grown-up <laughs> podcast, <laughs> there is very definitely a joke there about his two jobs. Y yeah. But that's a fun... Does it, was it sort of like, is it like a sort of a wine thing? Is it kind of a... <laughs> A lot of tannins in that. <laughs> Good nose. Uh, <laughs> and our last happy death day is to uh, Lupita Tovar, who was the star of the Mexican version of Dracula. Oh, wow. Now, when they finished filming Dracula yeah. in 1931, 32 for Universal uh, with Bela Lugosi, they got a Spanish crew in to do a Spanish version directly afterwards. They kept all the sets, same script, just translated it. 
So there are that two versions it. of Dracula 1931 on the same set with the same, all the same set dressing, uh, same script, same, same everything. What a fantastic idea. Yeah. Why didn't they do that more often? I don't know. But uh, Lupita Tovar is in that. That's, wow. Let's have round two. Round two! My turn, I think. Mm, your turn. This was the day, sadly, in 1912. I say sadly, I'm not sure how much I mean. Well, I mean, it is sad, but kind of, well... Does it call you, cause you, know, you daily sadness? I kind of want to go, well... So this is me going, well... <laughs> this is the day British explorer Robert Scott's diary and body were found in Antarctica. But, um, well... Mm. Didn't... Didn't actually make didn't it. Didn't listen to the first. advice. Yeah. Didn't, didn't listen to the advice. He got sponsorship, mm. I think... Uh, from a, a, a motor car <laughs> yeah a, a salt <laughs> company asked him to go there and melt it no he uh, a motor car company i think he yeah. took a motor car right. as a big stunt he was going to drive to the south pole in this motor right. car and it, it just didn't work um and everybody everyone was advising him they said take don't dog, take a car dogs are much more useful dogs dogs and sleds dogs right and he turned around to Castrol GTX. And, and he was said, like, can I not take dogs? I don't know. But what he said was, I think ponies. <laughs> and he was like, no, not, not ponies. Okay, you can do this as a thought experiment, right? <laughs> not cars. Imagine A imagine, car full of ponies imagine, with dogs on their back. Imagine some not very dense snow. Mm-hmm. And now put a pony with its long, yeah. thin legs yep. Spindly. onto the snow. What do you think is going to happen? And of course, the expected happened, and all the ponies just could could not get through the snow, and their feet went through ice, and it was all horrific. And they had to shoot all of the ponies. All of the ponies got shot. Um, so uh, also ponies sweat. Mm. So they all got hypothermia. Uh, had to be shot. Uh, dogs do not have sweat glands, so they call themselves with panting. Did they? Which is what I do because I, I don't have sweat glands. Mm. And uh, so he gave, also gave himself less time to complete the journey because he didn't leave until the 1st of November. And uh, because of the loss of the ponies, uh, several of which had drowned on disintegrating sea ice, uh, meant that there were limited supplies of... F- f- I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> and also he didn't, let, he didn't get there first anyway. And he didn't get there first, which yeah. is the sort of... I mean, the kicker to that is he's taken all these risks. He's got all these corners and to yet, come second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So. Uh, That's the British way. It, it very much is. I mean, there was always. I love the way we still lionise him for not having done it. There is this weird British tradition of the, you know, the noble amateur where it was, mm. it was frowned upon to be a professional sportsman yeah. was a thing of shame. And so I mean, really, sort of, as it should be. Yeah, you absolutely. And and it was sort of extended to the world of exploration. The idea was, you know, you'd take an extra jumper, yeah. you know, and that's all you'd need. I imagine in the 19th century it was also extended to the world of doctoring and other things. <laughs> I'm an amateur doctor, a gentleman doctor, not a professional doctor. Absolutely. Well, you should you should do your set the bone yourself, shouldn't yeah. you? Yeah. So, um, you know, obviously, very sad, but, well... More sad. I mean, I'm well, saddest, most you know, sad about the ponies at this point. The, it you've was put, not you've put it in such ponies. a way. Yeah. yeah, it was all about the ponies. So um, that's that's what I've got. Twelfth mm. uh, of November, nineteen sixty-nine. Seymour Hirsch breaks the story of the My Lai massacre, changing the American public's view of the war in Vietnam. That's my second thing for today. It's my round two entry. Uh, so, I mean, not completely changing it. There were some people who were not that keen on the war in Vietnam. Anyway, mm. but uh, as a 
sort of cherry on the hatred of the war in Vietnam, the My Lai massacre uh, was in which a group of you, I don't know exactly what kind of troops they were, so I'm not going to guess, otherwise I will get very angry. People writing to us um, went into a village and killed everyone there. Wow. Just like that. Yeah. I mean, it was it was the first war that was kind of being documented in real time, wasn't it? In terms of television yeah. and, and stuff. Yes, it wasn't a couple of days before your newspaper had the story of yeah. the Battle of Balaclava, which you'd managed to mess up, usually. Yeah. So it, it was, I, I'm guessing, it, it, events like that would have had quite a profound and quite immediate impact. Yes, there was. Uh, I think there were court-martials for most of the people involved. Colin Powell was assigned to investigate the uh, incident, but was accused by some of whitewashing the atrocities. Good Lord. Amazing. So there we go. But, but he not, told, actually, not actually... Uh, I don't think he was way. actually there. He told Larry King, I was in a unit that was responsible for my lie. I got there after my lie happened. So in war, these sorts of horrible things happen every now and again. Yeah. What are you going to do? Yeah. Wow. In the world in which we live, there is a very tangible hierarchy. Uh, humans Human come quite a, quite a long way up above the food pony chain death. above pony death. So for that reason... But what's had more impact on the modern... I see, I think the impact on the British uh, psyche, interesting, actually, interesting. Scott, is probably more... Yes. You may have a point there. I think, I think mine's more for international listeners, but actually, as we are sitting... It were, are we going to give some, some, some England waiting for the fact that this is where we are? Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know say, where they are. Where are the say, listeners? Do you know what? Let's do half a point each. Yes. It would be really nice to even up, up to even thing numbers. Again. Yeah, yes. that would be really Whole great. numbers. Amazing. So 11 plays four. Nice. Phenomenal. Well, that's See it tomorrow. for today. Yeah, we'll be back tomorrow with another date fight. 13th of November. What could have happened on the 13th? I'm, I'm we'll excited find to find out. We'll find, I am too. It's almost as if we hadn't done any prep for it at all yet. <laughs> um, please, if you could subscribe and share and do all the things that you, people always exhort you to do. If you leave a nice review, just saying they seem nice, they're trying hard, they're a bit needy, but, you know, give them a chance. Something like that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or even more positive than that. That would make a big difference yeah. uh, to uh, literally how much food we can buy for our children. So, uh, I have very hungry children. Do you? Yes, do they? Yeah, yeah. So I tend to fill them on starches. <laughs> Just like wallpaper paste. Yeah, that's sort of cool. Um, anyway, uh, we will be back with our rickety children tomorrow, <laughs> uh, and we'll see you then. Take care. Bye. Bye. Oh my God, we did it. <laughs>